Welcome to the Real Estate Raw Show, hosted by Joe Mendoza. Are you in the property management business or thinking about getting into it? Well, you better check out this show because it's today's just for you. If you're looking to add more doors under your management business, forget about the traditional ways that are not working and getting you very, very little results. Today, watch, listen, here's some great tips by door grow expert, Jason Hull. So sit back, let's enjoy the show. Make sure you smash that subscribe button to hear the latest and greatest on the Real Estate Raw Show. Hi guys, Joe Mendoza here in sunny San Diego. Welcome to my show. Thanks so much for watching, subscribing, and sharing the great words of wisdom here on the show. Today, ladies and gentlemen, I'm super excited. Coming from Austin, Texas, he has an incredible different business model, which we're going to learn about. Uh, Jason Hull, he's the CEO of DoorGrow. Welcome to the show. How are you? I am great. Joe, thanks for having me on the show. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So before your business, okay, because you're not necessarily in the field as we talked about just a little bit ago, uh, tell us a little bit history uh, before you started this amazing company about Jason. Yeah. So, well, I was born in Utah a long time ago. No. How, how far back do you want to go? <laughs> uh, let's keep it to two minutes, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so usually people want to know, how did you get your start coaching property management yeah, business yeah, to grow their business yeah. and when you don't even do it yourself? Absolutely. So. That's probably a good good place to start. So um, originally, I was just some dude with a marketing background and a marketing degree. And my brother came to me. He had just bought into a property management franchise, had no doors. And it, he got some website from corporate. He didn't like it. And I happened to make websites. So he said, hey, can you give me some tips or some ideas? So I, get, I told him, you know, add a few things here do this, do that. And he's like, I still don't like it. Can you just build one for me? So I did. And then a lot of his fellow franchisees, guys with thousands of doors, wanted what he had uh, because it was more effective. And so we started getting property management businesses coming to us for website design from all over the US. And it just kind of blew up from there. And so um, eventually, because I am very curious and I spent a lot of time asking a lot of questions when working with a client, mind you, this was over a decade ago. So I then would ask a lot of questions and I would get intimately familiar with their business, with their industry. And it didn't take very long before I felt like I knew more than a lot of them when it came to their target audience, what worked, what wasn't working, what they needed to do, marketing. And so I started I, it just naturally sort of turned into me telling them what to do instead of asking them what to do. So um, fast forward, I've worked with thousands. I've spoken to thousands of property managers. We have hundreds of clients currently. We're really good at helping property management business owners grow. I know what the difference is between healthy and good property management companies and bad ones. And I really believe that good property managers are the secret weapon or the superheroes of the entire rental industry, hands down. They make tenants better, they make owners better, and they make properties better. The challenge is finding the good ones, and the good ones are usually my clients. So, so there you go. That's the quick and dirty background on DoorGrow. 
No, I totally appreciate it. So um, I, I do have some experience there. I also have some clients that I work with that are in that business. And I see some of the challenges. I experienced some of the challenges. Uh, some of them want to get to wherever they're at, 30 doors, 40 doors to you know 10x uh, where they're at. Now, um, they have the traditional methods of marketing. Now, it seems like you're doing a lot of the lead generation via online. So is it a strategy on pay-per-click? Is it social media marketing? Is it all of the above? Or what's kind of the general broad scope of your business, how to get more leads for them? We're actually really, really counterintuitive. So one of the one of the biggest problems in the property management industry is that there's a lot of bad property managers. And the reason for that is because they're all doing internet marketing. And I know that sounds a little crazy, but hear me out. So the, and you, you're not going to hear other internet marketers say this. And do I do internet marketing? Do I understand inter mar internet marketing? Yes. But what we teach clients to do is something different typically. So the challenge with the property management industry is that it's not like the real estate industry in which it's really, there's a high level of awareness. In property management, you have very little search volume online. There aren't a lot of people looking for property management. And by the time they are looking, that means they've already, already gotten past two major hurdles. The first hurdle is that they are now aware of property management. Most people are just not even aware that that's an option in the US. Property manager is not a household word like realtor. Second hurdle after that one is the hurdle of perception. In general, the property management industry has a very negative perception, especially among the real estate industry. And there's a lot of reasons for that. And it's really well-deserved. So most property management companies are caught in what I call property management hell or the cycle of suck. And the cycle of suck is that they take on any client. So they get crappy clients. They take on any property. So now they have crappy properties. They take on any tenant, not necessarily. They try to do tenant screening, but if the owners are bad and the properties are bad, they end up becoming kind of a crap shield for a slumlord. And so then what ends up happening is they get a bad reputation. Why? Because the owners aren't really happy. The properties aren't really great. And the tenants aren't really happy because the owners are pushing back on things. And so then they end up with a bad reputation. And this kind of sums up the entire industry as a whole. And because there's a bad reputation, guess what types of owners they tend to attract? More of the worst owners. And these owners are at the end of the sales cycle. They're searching on Google. They view every property manager as a commodity. And the really great property managers don't take those clients on. They capture people earlier in the sales cycle, long before they're looking online, in which price sensitivity isn't as strong and they're not viewed as a commodity. So they get better clients that they'll keep longer and they can charge more money. And they're able to then take better care of their clients. And so most property managers though go and do the opposite. They spend a whole bunch of money on advertising. They get very little ROI and they're spending a lot of money and it's absolutely possible to grow a property management business without spending a dime on advertising. And we help clients figure out how to do that first before we tell them to shell out any money towards advertising. So in property management, there's no scarcity. There's 70% that are self-managing in single family residential. 
So there's no scarcity in the industry. They're just not looking online for property management. They aren't even often aware that they could use it or need it. But if you can go and capture those people before they start looking online and get them to trust you and you're their resource, you're going to get that business and you're not going to really feel like you're competing with anybody. You're going to feel very little scarcity, if any, and people aren't going to be price shopping you among all your competitors because they trust you. Got it. So in, in reference to my question, so is um, part of that sales cycle, does it include any pay-per-click or social media marketing or anything like that at all during any part of the sales cycle from A to Z? Yeah. So usually people come to us and they're like, even property managers that have been listening to my podcast, The Door Grow Show, for a while say, I don't even know what you really do. So what do you do? And usually when they ask that question, they think it has to be one of five things. They're like, it must either be SEO, pay-per-click, content marketing, social media marketing, or paper lead services. Like it has to be one of these things. And the answer is it's none of those things. So what we typically help clients do is focus on optimizing all the trust leaks that exist in their sales pipeline, all the way from branding to awareness, to their website, to their sales process, prospecting methods, outreach, et cetera, so that we can shore up all those leaks. And we find that by doing that, we can help them grow quickly. So usually we're focused on, right now, I think there's three really solid strategies that are working really well. In any business or industry, word of mouth is always going to be a major tool for building a business if it's going well, right? And so our strategies focus more about building trust, increasing warm leads and word of mouth. The close rate on warm leads is like usually 90%. It's like nine out of 10. On cold leads, like advertising, all those tactics that I just mentioned, usually the close rate for most businesses is like maybe 10%. If they're absolutely amazing at sales and they're a closer, they might be able to get to 20%. Maybe they'll even get three out of 10 of those leads to close. But most property managers are building a business on word of mouth and then they go and do advertising. They're like, these cold leads are garbage. Well, in contrast, comparison to a warm referral, most cold lead advertising is by comparison going to seem like garbage because they don't know you, trust you, or like you. And so the top three strategies we focus on are getting agent referrals and creating partner relationships. That's been really effective. One of our clients who just signed on in November added, um, he's doubled his portfolio and he's added uh, 80 doors since, uh, since then. In 11 weeks, he, he added 60 new doors just through creating a partner program. The second strategy that can be really effective that's a bit more of a long game is online reviews. So we have a system for, uh, for that called gatherkudos.com. And we have a training called Door Grow or called um, Reputation Secrets, where we focus on how to attract more business by getting more online reviews. So those are funneling you more warm leads, each of those channels online. And then we have another strategy where we focus on... Um, on um, some might call it authority marketing or community marketing, but basically reaching out to groups and doing situations where there's one-to-many sales happening, where you can create lots of deals by being an authority, helping out a group, 
And uh, one of our clients added, he went from 60, 60, 80 doors to 300 units under management in six months, just using that strategy. And so, um, yeah. And, you know, and then whatever else works, we're always focused on whatever works. So that's awesome. That's awesome, Jason. So if I were listening to this show, I, I am a property manager or want to be one, Walk us kind of through the process. Are we signing up for a year with you, month to month? What's kind of the level of commitment that I would expect from either one of us? Yeah, so our current program is basically month to month. I've challenged clients to commit to working with me for a year, but my goal is to earn my place right away. Any sort of good investment is going to give an ROI. My goal from month one is to make sure we offset the cost of anything they're going to do with me coaching-wise or be part of our program so that they're making that money back right away. And so it's a no brainer. I always say my goal is to be your cheapest team member that makes you the most money every month. So are you charging like a flat fee or a percentage of the business? What's kind of like the financial commitment? Yeah. So right now what we do, it's a thousand dollars a month. It's like $9.97 a month. And there's a $2,000 setup fee to get started. So it's 3k the first month. And then it's a thousand dollars a month after that. And it's not hard for us to offset that. Usually that's my goal from the beginning is I do a kickoff call with clients and then we figure out how to double offset the cost of that program. So they're making an additional two grand a month in residual income. Why? Because just because you're making an extra $100 a month, for example, doesn't mean you now can go spend $100 in your business. We have operational costs, profit margin, right? So my goal is to double offset that. So we work out a strategy for how they can make an extra two grand a month. That's usually maybe 10 to 20 doors, depending on you know, their market and what the average rent is and what their fees are. And then we also work to, I have a training called pricing secrets and we work to increase their fee structure so that they're more profitable. So um, yeah. And one side effect of those that do real estate on brokerage and also do property management is that by helping them figure out how to get their property management business healthy and growing, some of my clients have doubled their real estate commissions as a result because property management like i say my podcast intro is the ultimate gateway to real estate deals relationships and residual income yeah no i could agree with you for sure it's one of those things like yeah it's six to ten percent of fee but it's almost your buy-in to earn their trust earn their business show them who you are and eventually get a sale or a 1031 exchange so good for you I really, really uh, like that. That's pretty exciting. Now, um, you mentioned some uh, few big names on your website in mm. comparison to what you do, and you put a little bit of a grading system. I hope you know what I'm talking about on that one, where you compare oh, you're it- the website score. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like with Appfolio and a few other things. Mm-hmm. How did you come up with that grading system? or somebody who was kind of browsing through your website and what should they like say, okay, how did he come with those figures? Yeah, we've got a couple of cool tools. So one of the challenges I have in convincing people to work with us is that I have to reveal the blind spots they currently have. For example, they all think they need to do internet marketing. So I have to say there might be a better way, right? So some, they may also come to us and, and part of our program includes a website. We give them a website as part of being part of this program. 
And one of the challenges that we have is convincing people that their brand new, pretty shiny website is Swiss cheese because it has flaws and problems. Just because a website looks new or looks cool does not mean it's effective at making money. And so after studying a lot of conversion optimization resources and figuring out which things were effective and which things work, and a lot of it is common sense after it's shown to you and explained to you, I built a tool called the DoorGrow score quiz, which anyone listening can go to doorgrow.com slash quiz, and they can grade their property management website. And so it's asking questions related to things that have been proven over time to increase conversion rates, which means get more leads out of the existing traffic that you're already getting. So these are things like, does it have trust symbols? Does it have social proof? Does it have lead capture? You know, is it answering like, you know, maybe the three core questions that people have when they land on the page, things like this. And so uh, does it have five or less menu items? Does it have pricing? You know, all of these things have been proven to increase conversion rates. And so it's really all about trust. I mean, property management business is not a business of selling property management. It's a business of selling safety and certainty. This is really what owners want for their properties. They're not, the property management isn't some sexy thing they're really excited about, but safety and certainty when it comes to their investments is. And so really the website's job is to facilitate trust and to build trust authentically. And so th these are all different elements that increase trust. And if you, anything that's going to increase trust is going to help increase conversion rates. That's awesome, Jason. Now getting back to your um, like first month, somebody signs up with you. Mm -hmm. Now, I was just curious, you know, you have a target mark of 2000 increase revenue uh, within their first month. Is this something like um, part of the agreement that they sign on or a, I mean, everybody's numbers are different. Uh, what's kind of like um, the promise or the expectation there? Is it written down somewhere or how's that handled? I'm kind of the handshake guy, you know, like they say, do I have to sign some big contract or is what's the commitment? So I have three requirements that are required for somebody to be allowed into the program because over time, after working with property managers for a decade or more, I know what it takes in order for them to get results. Cause not every client's going to win or get results just because they pay for something doesn't necessarily mean results will magically happen. So there, there's really three commitments I require for people coming into the program uh, in order to be able to say to them with confidence, I know that this is going to work for you and you're going to succeed and we'll be able to offset the cost of the program, make your money back. And, you know, this, but here are the three commitments. The first commitment is they have to be willing to dedicate one hour each work day in the morning, before they start their day, before kids, before pets, before phone calls, before business, before team members, towards strategic time for their business. Now, the reason that's important is because strategic time in a company is what grows companies. Tactical time, which is the time that where you're calling, emailing, doing the work, it's the technician level, being the employee in your own business type of work. Tactical work just keeps businesses going. It's important, but strategic time is what grows companies. And most business owners 
once they've got their business going, they're spending very little strategic time. But usually when they're starting a company, that's all they're spending. If they're thinking, they're planning, they're scheming, they're envisioning. And that's really where entrepreneurs thrive and live. And when they get too mired in the tactical day-to-day, their business becomes not very fun anymore. It drains them. It eats them alive. And over time, it can be really draining. And so my goal is to at least get them to be a part-time business owner for five hours a week. That's commitment number one. Commitment number two that's required is they need to be willing to spend at least two hours each workday on tactical time towards growing the business. I'm really just asking them to be a crappy part-time salesperson for 10 hours a week. That's it. If they can give me 10 hours a week to work on growing their business and spend tactical time following up, calling, doing the, doing the actions that I teach them to do, then their business will grow. The third commitment is they need to be willing to show up to one of the two weekly coaching calls. We have one call that's focused on growing and adding doors, sales, prospecting, uh, their website, you know, everything on the front end of the sales pipeline to optimize those things for trust. And then we have a call on Fridays that a group coaching call that's focused on what do you do now that you're getting all these doors? How do you deal with this? One of the biggest hurdles is being able to hire, systemize, build process, operating procedures, planning systems. And so that call is all about door grow OS or building the ultimate operating system for their business. Wow, that's exciting. I'm glad you do have uh, like some prerequisites to participate because just like in coaching, I mean, somebody signs up with coaching, like with me, sometimes they expect I'm the magic pill, but uh, you got to do the work. So I'm, I'm so glad you said that. Jason, is there anything else you wanted to add uh, to our show for value for the audience? Any things you're working on promoting that you wanted to share with the audience? Yeah, I would just like to say that, um, you know, if, a, if anyone's doing property management that's listening to this show, my recommendation is reach out, have a call with me or somebody on my team and just see if we can help you out. I'm confident that if they do, they'll be really excited because property management doesn't have to be a cancerous tumor on the side of a healthy real estate company. It doesn't have to be some horrible thing. It actually can be really great. But it's not going to be really great if you are mired in the technician level, tactical day-to-day work. And so one of the first things we start clients on is doing a time study to figure out where their time's going and which things are tactical versus strategic so that we can shift that. And when we, I find that when we get entrepreneurs into strategic, into a strategic space more and we build the business around really what energizes them versus what drains them and we get them to offload the draining things, they can love their day to day. And it doesn't matter whether they're doing real estate, property management, or construction, or any other business or industry out there. If they get to spend their day in the plus signs, they'll love what they're doing and they'll be better at it. The industry doesn't really matter. You can do whatever you really love and whatever your purpose is in life in whatever business or industry you're in. And so my belief is, is that if you're doing the things that energize you versus drain you, then your business is doing its number one job. And the reason we start businesses as entrepreneurs, our business's number one job is not to make us money. Its number one job is to give us fulfillment in life. 
This is where we're spending the majority of our time in our day. And if that's where we're going to spend the majority of our day, it should be our primary source of fulfillment. And that's my goal with clients is to get them to that place where they love their business. There's nothing more rewarding for me than to take them from hating their day-to-day, dealing with toilets, tenants, and termites, and all the challenges to now having a team, feeling supported and loving that they get to do what they get to do. And I get to, I love getting to do what I get to do every day. I don't do all the stuff in my business that isn't fun for me. I have team members that that, those are their plus signs. They love those. And I believe that's possible for any business owner. And so, so that's, that's my challenge. And you can find out more about us at doorgrow.com. And I'm King Jason Hull on every social media platform. So. You the man, Jason. Well, thank you so much for your words of wisdom and being on our show. And we wish you well. Joe, I appreciate you having me on. Thanks so much. Wow. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. I hope you learned as much as I did or more. So guys, look at the comment thread. If you've seen something or heard something, want to learn more about something, please put it on the comment link below. If you're not a subscriber yet, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. Go ahead and smash that bell to hear the latest and greatest on the show. Follow me on Facebook. Follow me on Instagram. I'm putting this channel together to hopefully add incredible value to you. And if you want to learn more about investing, you're new to investing, I highly recommend this book, Flex with a Plex. Also, this book, if you're having some challenges, as you can see, everybody on the show had some kind of adversity, including yours truly. So I shared a lot of that on Make It A Comeback, giving you some incredible tips to make a comeback. So get either one, Plex with a Plex, or Make It A Comeback. If you want to get more tips, go ahead and go to JoeMendoza.com. Again, subscribe, share, like. Make a comment below. I really, really appreciate you. Want to add incredible value and wish you all the best in your success in real estate and in life. Take care. Our company is not responsible for the success or failure of your business decisions relating to any information presented by our company or our company programs, products, and or services.